Brethren in Christ, day to Jesus Christus in secula. This is Timothy Flanders with the Meaning of Catholic. Jesus is King. Welcome to another week of talking about the spiritual life, which should be at the forefront of our minds as we go through this period that we are living in. It is a glorious period to be alive. In fact, let me read from, uh, let's see, Faith of Our Fathers. This text is, is excellent. Stuart Chessman, uh, in the foreword by Kwasniewski, he quotes uh, a Carmelite priest who says, It can give us courage to remember that God from all eternity has willed and chosen that we live in and through this evil age so that we faithfully hold on to the light of the faith and pass on the torch amidst this unprecedented darkness for our own sanctification and salvation and that of the next generation. Such times form saints of those who are generous and preserving in the divine service. So that should give us, it should give us courage and it should give us some excitement to take up the cross in this difficult, evil, dark hour. It is a glorious time to be a Catholic. So that's what we talk about the spiritual life. So uh, we're going to get into... A basic piece of wisdom that has served me for years that came from my spiritual father um, about making a spiritual discipline plan. And what better time to do that but Septuagesima before Lent. So we'll talk about that in just a second. Uh, just wanted to remind everyone to please become a patron of Meaning of Catholic. If you have benefited in any way from Meaning of Catholic, please support us. Uh, this is an apostolate that runs on donations and your donations help us do what we do. And uh, patreon.com slash Catholic. You can also donate at meaningofcatholic.com. And you get free books. You get uh, access to the Patreon Guild, the community. You also have patron-only shows. Uh, in just about a half hour, we'll talk about, is Pope Francis a heretic? Is Pope Francis an anti-pope? So we'll be talking about that and the patron-only show coming up very soon. Uh, we do. We were going to have part 12 of our series on Jews and Judaism uh, for patrons. That's, that's going to be rescheduled. So that's uh, coming, God willing, next week. Hopefully, I still haven't figured that out yet. But So that's some of the content that you get access to as a patron. So please become a patron, patreon.com slash meaning of Catholic. So let's get into our topic. So we've talked about spiritual reading. If you're if you're following the one of the Bible plans, we just started reading Genesis for Septuagesima. Um, or if you've taken on some of the spiritual classics um, that we discussed in the past weeks, um, spiritual reading is definitely a important discipline that you need to work into your spiritual life. Uh, so, uh, real quick, shout out to uh, Camilio. Welcome, Francis. Francis is in Trinidad, Tobago. Eric is from American Samoa. Welcome, everybody. Jesus is king. Um, so this piece of wisdom is, is what has really served me in my spiritual life, and I pass it down to you. We've discussed this before at various times, but my spiritual father, my late spiritual father uh, years ago, gave me this piece of wisdom about forming a plan for Lent, a spiritual discipline. Now, the long term, you need to look at Lent as a way to build your spiritual life to the next level 
and carry it on post-Lent as well to the degree that you gain virtues. You gain virtues and disciplines and habits which are able to be carried on through Paschal Tide and into the time after Pentecost. So this is the long-term plans. You want to intensify Lent, but with the mind that you want to do this long-term. And that's the key. The key is getting something long-term, which is difficult. It, it's, it's, everybody can have a, uh, a experience of zeal where you fast really well for one day, or you pray really well for one day or one hour or whatever, but it's so easy to just peter out. And this is the key is that you want to set something up for Lent. So here's the piece of wisdom. The piece of wisdom is this, is that what you do is you look at your state in life, the duties of your state in life, uh, and you have to look at what you have available to you. So if you're a normal layman, everybody's got 15 minutes. You've got 15 minutes in, in your life as a layman, fulfilling the duties of your state in life. You're a husband, you're a father. Everybody's got 15 minutes. So you look at, do I have 15 minutes? Do I have 30 minutes? How much time do I even have to work on my spiritual life every single day? So typically an easy way to judge this is just to start with a 15 minute increment. Here's the first piece of wisdom is start small. You have to start small. The reason you start small so that you can, what's up bud? You okay? All right. Um, so the reason you start small so that you can go long-term, that's the key, is that you don't want to start big because then you'll fail on the second day or the third day, and then you'll peter out, you'll burn out. So the key is to start small, okay? So you 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 look at your, your duties of your state in life, you start small. You look something really easy that you know you definitely can do. You look and say, I definitely have 15 minutes per day. There's no excuse that I would not have 15 minutes per day. Even if I wake up late, I can take time and just say, hey, can you take the kids for 15 minutes? I need to do my spiritual life or whatever. You know, uh, you know, your spouse can help you fulfill your duties, fulfill your resolutions. So start small. What you do is you start small with something that you know you can do or you're quite sure that you can do it. And then what you do is you give it two weeks. Now it's okay. It's okay uh, to change your disciplines, change your resolutions in Lent. And so we'll talk about that. Here's the next piece of wisdom is you give it two weeks. You do something small for two weeks. So every single day you try to do that thing for two weeks. At the end of two weeks, you evaluate. Is that something that I definitely was able to do for sure? I, I confirmed it now. Now we know for sure I can definitely do it because every single day I did it without too much of a difficulty. Then what happens is once you've determined what you really can do, then you make a full commitment. You say, now I'm going to do this every single day. Now, this is 15 minutes. is a perfect uh, small thing that you can do long term. So with the idea that, I am going to do these 15 minutes uh, after Lent too. So we're going to start doing this now. We're going to do it through Lent and continue on and continue doing it through Lent. Now, 
So that is the most important thing is to do something small and do it consistently long term. So at the end of two weeks, maybe you've figured out, well, actually 15 minutes just really that even 15 minutes is too hard. It's too hard to get that done every day. So I'm going to go down to 10 minutes. It's okay to switch your resolution a little bit in Lent, adjust, make adjustments for what you can and cannot do. Because what the most important thing is trying to get that long-term discipline, that long-term habit, that's your foundation that you really need to have and build upon as, as time goes on. And, and reevaluating re that, especially as the duties of your state in life, maybe, maybe you're a young father, maybe you just got married, you don't have any children. Well, children are starting to come now and you've got one child, one child, two children, three children, four children. Suddenly you've got five children. Your time frame is probably decreasing more and more and more as this goes on. So you need to be able to adjust as as time goes on while maintaining a certain amount of discipline, a certain amount of habit. If you have this foundation of the small doing that small thing, you've got a, a, a habit. So then every Lent, you can just jump on the Lent uh, wagon and add something new every year. And it's not as hard to do that discipline because you have this uh, daily ritual of uh, doing the small thing that's easy. Now, so that's the small thing for two weeks. That's the piece of wisdom that I got that's always served me very well. So you just take this, so you look at it. So right now, up uh, this Sunday is sexagesima. So we've got two more, it's really one and a half weeks until Lent, but you could take these two weeks. You could, you could start with a two week plan right here. Start with sexagesima and then do the, do the small thing. Cause the small thing is not hard. You want to do that small thing. That's not hard to get the basic discipline, the basic discipline. That's the most important part. So you could take these two weeks, look at that 15 minutes in, and then in those 15 minutes, an uncritical part of that, those 15 minutes is your spiritual reading, doing that spiritual reading, imitation of Christ, spiritual combat, whatever it is that you is, is working for you. Do that thing in the 15 minutes and pray. So you do your 15 minutes, uh, you do your spiritual reading and you prayer and, and your prayer. And then the third, so you've got that there's, in, in another sense, you can you can break down spiritual life in three pillars with spiritual reading, prayer, and predominant fault. And we haven't even talked really much about predominant fault. But um, getting that foundational easy thing, that's the key. Uh, now, we're going to wrap up in about two, three minutes. Any comments, questions, throw them at me. We'll discuss them. Um, but this is the most critical part. Once you do the basic, the very basic, the easy thing, that's when you add on the difficult thing for Lent. That's when we get into real Lenten disciplines, real Lenten penitential uh, mortifications and fastings and things like that that are actually difficult that you're, you may actually fail. You fail in these things, get yourself back up again. Thanking God that he's given you an opportunity for humility that we can do nothing but by his grace. So that's the most important part. Get the two, two weeks in, get the easy thing, get that going. And then you can take on greater discipline. So this Sunday is a perfect opportunity for that. Sex adjacent, two weeks. 
Uh, it's really a week and a half before Ash Wednesday, and then Ash Wednesday goes into the first Sunday of Lent. Um, so two weeks is a great way to start this, get this going, get yourself uh, going for Lent. And um, let's see, Diane says, do you think it matters or whether or not we keep a set time each day for prayers as in the same time every day? I think it depends on the duties of your state in life. Uh, you know, if you have five kids, it's hard to do exactly the same time every day. Uh, that can sometimes be very difficult. And it, also, if if you place too much importance on the time of day, uh, sometimes that can be uh, something that gets too much importance. So that if you're not doing that one thing uh, in one time of day, then you you fail or you burn out. Uh, so it's much more important that you do the time, whether you do it at this time or that time. Now, many spiritual writers like to say that, uh, the morning is the best time. Now, I think there's a great wisdom to that, obviously. Um, and I, I, am not going to go against the wisdom of, of spiritual writers, but, uh, for example, like my wife and I, I'm a morning person. She's a night person. So she actually does her spiritual stuff in the nighttime. That's just a better time for her because I'm I'm getting pretty tired at 8, 9 p.m. I go to bed. She's got her alone time. She can have her spiritual life. Then she gets up later than I. I get up early to. So we have a little bit of an opposite schedule in those senses to have that alone time. Um, so it, it, I think it depends on the person as well. Like for for me, I, I can't really function. uh in a really good spiritual, you know, way in the evening, I, I'm pretty tired. I'm losing concentration, you know. So, um, so I think it really depends on your own your own kind of temperament. Like, what are you a morning person? What what do you uh, what works best for you? I think the morning is kind of the default, but I don't think it's necessarily true for everybody. Um, so. Uh, I, I think it really depends basically. But um, if there's a particular thing like doing it at a certain time of day. So like I definitely, it is helpful for me to do some uh, set times uh, like the Angelus six, 12, six or six, 12, five um, doing some kind of our canonical schedule. Monks do that. So it is, I think helpful for some lay people also to, um, to take on some time frames, I, I can definitely, I can definitely see that. Um, and I, I do do that for some things. Um, so I think it's great, uh, to, to have some marker, but, uh, without taking it too extreme, I guess. So that, those are my thoughts. Um, Francis, I can attest to the reliability of this method method. I was able by God's grace from being very undisciplined with the liturgy of the hours two months ago, to being very devoted to the divine office today. Great. Thank God. So I mean, this is a great example of thank God for his grace. This is something that grace has worked in your soul or anything that any discipline that you see in yourself. Humility means conformity with the truth means I'm going to admit that it's a good thing. Hey, I've got this virtue, but it's not because of me. It's because grace has built this in me. So don't give me any credit. Give glory to God. But God is wants to work things in you. And so we'll talk next week. We're going to talk more about 
how to make Lent difficult, how to uh, take the next level in Lent. So that first step, making that, that doing that easy thing, getting that basic discipline down, that's what you need to start. You have to have the one thing to get this going. That's going to carry you long-term. That's how you build. So that's all we have today. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Uh, once again, the patron-only show on Is Pope Francis a Heretic? Is he an anti-pope? That will be coming soon uh, for patrons in about 10 minutes. So stay tuned for that. Let's offer up on Our Father uh, for you, all of your intentions for uh, Lent beginning that we offer up our penances in reparation for our own sins of the sins of men. Let's pray. In nomine Patris, et Fidi, Spiritus Sancti, Amen. Pater noster, qui es in cedis, sanctificetum nomen tuum, adveniet regnum tuum, fia voluntas tua, sicut in cielo et in terra. Panem nostrum quotidianum tanum besodie, demeter nobis debita nostra, sicut in nos dimitimus debitoribus nostris, et inenus in ducas in stationem, sedibera nos amalo, Amen. In nomine Patris, et Fidi, Spiritus Sancti, Amen.